Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Live from the Michelob Ultra Studios, KPN-TFM, HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. This is TMA All Day. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM, HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 7 in St. Louis, you're listening to TMA, presented by Brown and Crouppen. Welcome to the Michelob Ultra Studios. Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota. 7 o'clock hour, Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin, Vaughn, the Plowhawk, KG and O-Town is in the Horton Watkins Studios because Jackson Burkett is sitting in the studios today, Doug, for the vacationing Ken Strode. Everybody knows he takes the week off of... This weekend, the week after Christmas. That's correct. The whole world apparently knows it, and he doesn't even have to schedule the vacation time because everyone should know it if they don't already. Thank you. Uh, We have breaking news this morning, and I spend, oh, what would you say, Doug, about an hour and 45 minutes every morning reading? I don't know the exact times. I don't know. And seeing what's on Brazzers, and this, I guess I don't follow John Heyman, but uh, I didn't see this. I was reading a lot of college football stuff this morning, listening to Chris Kerber's podcast this morning on the Blues, Jim Dandy of a win. Uh, but John Heyman's reporting that the Cardinals and Sonny Gray are about to do a deal. He says we'll finalize it today. Yeah, tweeted that out 11 minutes ago. Sonny Gray and the Cardinals are expected to finalize a deal today. There you go. What Jackson, what's going on? There's problems? What? They're In not. The world? I don't know. I just, I'm seeing that they're not happy. I don't know. But I don't know what they're not happy about. Jackson got up. I don't know. And he left. Uh, may we see Tim's face, please? Doug, oh, where's my face? The YouTube's not functioning correctly. Looks good now, boys. Okay. Jackson kind of got the side of his hair slicked back. He can tell the remnants <laughs> of Rick from the weekend are still with us. <laughs> yeah, you do have that. It looks like a Pat Riley light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Well, you what? can do that now that Tufts are popping. Yeah, Tufts are popping. Mungan ass sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. I'm a Jamie Burkhard lemming, I've decided. I think I am a Jamie Burkhard lemming. Oh, I think oh. I am too. Clayton Patterson, Peter Mungan Ryan Cyberg, service department. Go online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com or use that secret number, 314-252-0029, and support the sponsors. That's the name of the game. That's all. That's it. Support the sponsors. Yeah. Even if you didn't get the car from there, get it serviced there. It's Mungan ass St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, sponsor of our... Seven o'clock hour, and my head wasn't around. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm sorry, the camera for whatever reason. And this is strange because when we were last in here Wednesday, 
this was not the case, but it was aimed right at your breast. Oh. And so yeah. I have... What goes on here when we're not in here? I don't know. That one surprises me, because I've never had the cameras be shifted outside of show times. Now, did you say your head wasn't around or wasn't round? That seemed unfair. Uh, oh, was that like a lopsided deal? No, I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> tell what you said. I don't know. I didn't see it. I just know that the text inbox lit up, and they weren't happy. But I couldn't because mm-hmm. I was reading this John Heyman tweet, which I was not aware of, which is surprising to me. But I guess he must be the only one with it. Yeah, uh, and he reported on the 25th. I'm reading Sonny Gray's. Uh, baseball reference here mm-hmm. that the Tigers a reunion with the twins is possible and they also reported that the Tigers and that was on the 25th so two days ago he was reporting with the Tigers so it has shifted certainly well he, he had a good year last year 279 ERA 8 and 8 record with the twins 183 strikeouts and 184 innings 115 whip. This is just numbers I remember off the top of my head. No, I know you do. I know you do. So he was he was really an ace quality pitcher last year. Baseball reference list Sonny Gray's nickname is Pickles. I see that. You, know. you like that, Doug? I don't mind it. <laughs> it's probably better than Pockets. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Vanderbilt guy. 32. How old is he? Oh no, he's he just turned 34. 34. Well, this is a this is a this is a veteran staff. Yeah, that's leadership. <laughs> He'd be the youngster, wouldn't he? Or Matt's might be younger. This is a veteran staff. Uh, Plowhawk, your uh, reaction? You've been monitoring the Cardinals. I mean, they got, they're going to get an ace. I mean, it's like Doug said before the show. We couldn't find a forty-year-old, so we got a thirty-four-year-old. So it's an old rotation. I'd be curious yeah. if it's three years. You think they said he wasn't old enough? Yeah, they, they settled for a 34-year-old. But I don't know. I, I really don't know enough about him. I mean, it's better than what you got. Finished second in the Cy Young last year in the American League to Garrett Cole. Yeah. I had a feeling for a couple of months, unfortunately, that this was the direction that it was going to go. But I suppose, I mean, like I said, this I don't have a whole lot of time for analysis. I'm loaded for bear on college football and was planning to just go college football all in, so I got a curveball right when I walked in here. And uh, I, I, I just like Sonny Gray's, but I, I, if assuming that it's a three-year deal, that's what it's always been thought to be with him. But again, Wilson Contreras was never thought to be a five-year deal, so I don't know. Uh, assuming it's a three-year deal, then the Cardinals would get out of this offseason without play, paying some ridiculous, you know, five, seven-year deal to a guy who's going to be in his late 30s. Now, in this case, he's going to be in his late 30s, but it's going to be a three-year deal. That's what I assume. Now, I don't know that. I've All I've seen about Sonny Gray is three-year deal. Yeah. I would have never thought Wilson Contreras would have gotten what he got, and we don't know. All we're basing this entire conversation off of is John Heyman's tweet 15 minutes ago, which says, again, Sonny Gray and the Cardinals are expected to finalize a deal today via league sources. Well, if it's three years, it's probably $90 million or so. Uh, let's see. $30 million a year for a, a guy who's an ace? Probably. I would guess. I'm gonna say 82. I was gonna go 75. I thought 25 a year. Well, that would be a good deal if you can get him, considering you're paying 20 million a year to mediocre pitchers. Yeah, yeah. I guess the market has shifted the tad on that. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if this would be it. If they'd say, "Okay, there we go," 
or if they might still go out and get one more. In free agency, I bet it would be. I bet they'd hit the trade market or maybe yeah. cheaper bullpen arms. Well, I would still like to see him trade for another arm because Matz hasn't proved that he can pitch more than a couple starts at a time without getting hurt. What makes you say that? <laughs> past, past history. I mean, Lance Lynn and Michaelis, they're like BP, like 80% of the start. Mm. I'm not sure what they're looking for, but I'll be sh- I mean, if they sign another one, who's going to the bullpen? Lynn? Well, somebody Mets. always gets hurt. All, none of, it's never a case where all five-year starters make all their starts. That doesn't ever happen, especially if they're going to be older guys. You better go in with at least one more. That's why I got Libby. Well, he would be the guy now, I think, if you needed one more. Yeah. But wouldn't you feel a whole lot better if they still got a Jordan Montgomery type? Yeah, but now you're spending another $25 million a year. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know what the plan is. I think maybe uh, after thinking it over, I think pick one, Arenado or Goldschmidt, one of them you're going to have to deal. Goldie. Deal Goldie. And try to get a young, serviceable pitcher. You won't get a great player at his age. Right. But you would maybe get out from under the contract and have that money to spend on a free agent pitcher. I'd be super on board. Who do you think getting out in front of the contract? Which, which player? I'm Goldschmidt. Sorry. Oh, Goldschmidt. Or, or Arenado, either one. If it's Arenado, I mean, you got Gorman who might hit you 40 home runs. Jordan Walker can play third as it well. Might get you, Arenado might get you better players than Goldschmidt. Although it didn't take much to get them here. I'm just scrolling. I see Sonny Gray is now trending. Mm. Happens quickly. Um, and a gentleman, Doug, do you know uh, Blake Newberry? I don't know Blake. I clicked on what's trending, and his tweet popped up. And he writes at Viva Albertos and the Cardinal Nation.com. And he said, Sonny Gray was always the most cardinal, cardinal Z of the top pitching options on the market. <laughs> and I, and if I could, if I would come out of Twitter retirement, that's exactly what I would mm. tweet. You better so be comfortable with standing ovations. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not tall. So he's got it all going for him. Yeah, we like that. <laughs> How tall of a gentleman is he? I don't see. Uh, I think 5'10. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd do anything to be 5'10. 5'10 yeah. is like Manute Bull to me, but for uh, major league pitchers. Well, I guess my Yamamoto fantasy is over. Yep. I'll focus on Ellery's. <laughs> In your winter of discontent. <laughs> my winter of discontent. It'll be an Ellery's winter. Yeah. He's got a. He's put together some really good seasons. In, in terms of ERA, he has ERAs of 267, 273, 287, 279. And he's had some fours and a couple fives in there. But for the most part, he's a really solid pitcher. Not a sexy pickup, not Yamamoto or Blake He's the most cardinals yeah. pitcher in that he was. I'm just so happy to have pickles in the fold. <laughs> <laughs> pickles meet pockets. Pockets meet pickles. Although he's not in the fold yet. We shouldn't say it like that. No. This is John Hammond's tweet, I guess. But usually um, when there's that much smoke, there's some fire there. You, so, uh, uh, you used to look, work in the local sports, didn't Sonny you? Gray, Miles Michaelis, Stephen Matz, Kyle Gibson, Lance Lynn. Nolan Arnado chose not topped up. <laughs> you, need, you need another one. You need one more big-time pitcher. You're short. Well, then that means they would be trading like Michaelis. Well, I, I think you can go in with six. And if Matz has to go in the bullpen, he does. Yeah. I don't think he's done anything to prove that he's got a guaranteed spot in the rotation. No. $11 million for a relief pitcher, though, kind of stings. Yeah. But like I said, it's just a matter of time before one of the five goes down. 
Yeah, you'll have Later another starter. Yeah. Would you say your lineup changed, worked out pretty well for you tonight? Well, it's nice to be back home. We got a quality question to start this thing off. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Well, spring training starts in what? About three months? Two months? December, two two and a half months. Be here before you know it. And these guys, I'm sure a lot of them will show up in the best shape of their lives. Right. And throwing free and easy. Especially at age 34 and five mm-hmm. and six. Are we in good shape? Yes, we're in good shape. <laughs> Let's be real, though. Yamamoto was courtside at a Lakers game last week. Zero chance he was ever coming to Hoosier Fat St. Louis. That's oh. Eric in the Central West End, Doug. Gosh. Yamamoto was courtside. I'll turn to Jackson on this. I, I didn't see that personally, but that wouldn't surprise I like, me. I feel like I, I would have been aware of that. That wouldn't surprise me. I can't get past your hair slick back, Jackson. Yeah, what, what is where did you go this weekend? <laughs> I what like it? it. I'm jealous. I want to be able to do it. What do you mean? Like I shower in the, the morning? The sides of it. You're, you're going is this how you normally do this? Well, this is so, a new thing. So my hair is getting longer at the yeah. moment. It's, it's pretty long. And so I kind of have to slick it back. Otherwise, I get the uh, kind of the Gene Siskel... Uh, Gene Siskel. Gene, oh, Gene, yes, that's an old reference. <laughs> Gene, 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 Gene Siskel. Not Gene Siskel. Roger Ebert. No. Who's Gene Shelley. Gene Shelley. Gene Shelley. Gene Shelley. I get a 25 year old talking about Gene Shelley. What in the hell? I think he's still alive. The movie reviewers, it's a tight community. And they're all named Gene. But Gene Shelley would get. He would get the puffy sides. He would join us on Balloon Party. He gets the puffy sides, right? Like his, yeah. the sides of his head was real puffed out, and if I don't <laughs> slick back, a la Pat Riley, I'll get the Gene Shallot puff out. No fool, and I don't want that. Yeah, Jackson's growing out a man bun. That's from former fan page moderator no, Neil Allen. Craig Guys Burkett. with thin crowns can't have a man. Bun. <laughs> that's that's the worst look I think I've seen on a man in my lifetime. Why do you hate bun. Caleb Grill? <laughs> I mean, I've seen some horrendous haircuts in the '60s and '70s. The the hippie look and all this, the the mullet. I think the man bun is the absolute worst I've seen. Yeah. Whoever convinced men that, hey, that really looks good, <laughs> is just a, a good salesman. Die to have. <laughs> I've got hair that people would die to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I don't think any of us could make that say. Maybe Plowsy. <laughs> uh, sweet, sweet Kai is listening, and he says, Burke. Is that how you call him? Yeah. Burke. Who are you trying to impress with that slick back hair, you boy whore? Oh! That's from Jackson's buddy, Sweet Sweet Kai, who gets gaped by the recovering alcoholic. Yeah. And happy birthday to him. Uh, happy I, birthday, Sweet Sweet Kai. No, not Sweet Sweet Kai, the recovering alcoholic. Oh, yeah, recovering alcoholic. Uh, I, I don't know, I, just slick, I slick back the hair, and when it dries, it kind of sets nice. So I kind of, I, I look like Pat Riley right when I do it. What kind of product are you using, bro? No product, all natural. Is that right, really? No product. Yeah. Oh. Well, like with my, I thought of, it was pomade season. Right. Yeah. Well, if I put pomade in there, it'll look like I have a Lego head. You know, like you just kind of place the uh, oh, hair yeah. on top. Yeah. So I just rather go with the <laughs> natural look. Do you get some ass on blackout uh, Wednesday? No, nah, a great time though. It was a great. Oh, time. where'd you go? My usual spot, man, Tamav Bar, and there was. What's the demographic of the ladies at Tamav Bar, Doug? What do you think? I, I've not been there. On Thanksgiving, it was my age. 
my age or, you know, 20. And a lot of right girls came in from all of their schools. All their schools, or if they're living in Chicago, yeah, maybe yeah, Boston. Yeah. Hey, there's Nashville, mm-hmm. all back in town. Yeah. And it's, it's really fun because they're like, oh, look at us back at this gross little bar in St. Louis. It's like, yeah, I live here and come here every weekend, but yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. I think like, Greg oh, Moore so was there on Satter's Bat. Was he? It's a great so. spot, man. You didn't see him. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't there on uh, Satter's bat, but uh, isn't it, was, it kind of hard to believe that that these have become the go-to bars? Just kind of hole in the. I don't want to say hole in the wall because I haven't been there, but kind of Smaller. nondescript, not yeah. certainly not big, glamorous nightclub-y right. type places. Well, people get like the vibe there. I I was gonna go to Sular, but if you go to Sular, it's a trap because like the lines at Molly's and McGurk's are out the door and crazy, and I'm not sitting in a line. I, I told my friend, St. Louis isn't the type of town where you need to stand in line for a bar. No. Maybe it needs one big, huge nightclub like that. I mean, they have. There, there are options. You need what you need is an area with a ton, and Sulard has that kind of, but they're more low key bars, like Nashville. Like Nashville has that whole stretch where, in a quarter mile, yeah. you can hit eighteen different bars. We don't have that here. We had that at Wash Ave there for a few years. That we did. We ran time. good. We ran good. Time. That was mm-hmm. great. Oh, there was that bar out at the Ameristar. I don't know if that's still a thing. What, but you, Iggy, that, trying to get me a St. Charles? <laughs> no, but there was a time when that was the closest thing that we had to something that looked like it might be Las Vegas-y type place. Was it Live? Was that the name of it? I think it's now Rise. Rise? I mean, that was it was huge. It was... A lot know, of affliction shirts out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was that kind of thing. But it was, it I was, like that. It was that kind of thing. It was the, it was the biggest... Fanciest bar I'd seen in St. Louis in was, a long time. It was the sunny gray of nightlife. <laughs> I think maybe that's what it was. So that's not a thing anymore. Huh? Uh, it's not on my radar. I think yeah. it's still there. You ever go out there? Hell no. Oh, well, so sorry. <laughs> I was there maybe, geez, it's 10, 12 years ago. I forget what the occasion was. But it was pretty fancy place uh plowboy's dwelling is a new texture i drove by mcgurk's wednesday night and the line was wrapped around the building to get in that's from plowboy's dwelling <laughs> i have that as conclusion the stripper mm. really yeah. what is going on what goes on with the different names i don't know maybe i'll have to refresh yeah i my friends who were near that area in sular were saying that the mcgurk's line was crazy now do you have to stand outside at mcgurk's on the patio there no that well they have they cover it up and then they have heaters and stuff oh. like the middle yeah. part that's completely outside is not usually open you guys notice how jackson was twirling his hair when doug talked to him just now lots of hot flirty action going on already mm. and i'm here for it thanks that's Andy and St. Peter. Oh, darn. I do that. I'll do that. I'll twirl my headphone stuff too. It's just a nervous tick. Okay. Couldn't be sorrier. No, it's fine. It's I don't even think about it. Just do it. All right. I saw Jackson dancing by himself at Milo's on Black Friday. That's from the total package. I wasn't at Milo's. Black Friday. No, I was Isn't that where you go to play bocce? Yeah. I mean, it's right by my apartment, but I wasn't. It's, that's an outdoor park. They don't even have music, do they? I don't. I've never been inside. Like but I've only dancing? gone out on the patio. <laughs> this guy clearly <laughs> saw you. Right. Celebrating the Arkansas win. It was a big uh, one. Beer Cat says to let me in the fan page. Doug, that's from Lodo King. What? <laughs> what that means? Uh, Rick got laid this weekend with his slick hair. He is here to bang ass and give takes. Oh. And he's all out of takes. That's from caller Buzz. I just don't see. I don't see the correlation between my hair being slick back and me getting any ass. Did you have sex this weekend? No. I'm going to call, just for the record. Are you? That's all I can do is just call. He does seem to be in a very good mood. He's got nothing to do with that. He's got a glow about him. 
Yeah, yeah well, girls I, love sex. There's Ken. Uh, my batteries are recharged. Here I am. What'd you do to recharge them? Besides dance, solo at the bocce club. Hang out, watch ball. Uh, huh. Loyola, Maryland? Poof. To watch that on the car ride over the Thanksgiving. That was hell. I was like, should I watch the Ohio State-Michigan game or this Loyola, Maryland taking on Missouri? You didn't watch the basketball, did no, you? No, I watched mostly the Ohio State-Michigan right. game. I had to watch it on my phone because we were traveling. Centralia, Illinois, so. Once again, Jackson was caught dancing on Blackout Wednesday. My daughter saw the Q-tip on the dance floor. That's from the Warson with Wacko. The Q-tip? By the Q-tip? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what I'm reading anymore. No, I don't think I busted one dance move on, on Skanksgiving. So, all huh. of this is false. Tam well, is really a bar where you dance. Kind of just stand. Yeah. You stand and have serious chatter. That's right. Talk about What over. was the caliber of the ass? I mean, strong. Was it really? Stronger than normal. We got emotional there. <laughs> I did. Well, this, this is, you know, well, the Monday. And leave you quivering. Right. No. Thank you, Frank. <laughs> Underscore my point. Uh, yeah, I'd say just because the volume was higher. Like, there's a lot of people there. Really? Problem is, it's a two-hole bathroom situation. Two two-hole, two Doug. Hole? What do you mean by that? Only two two holes to to do your business in. It's two solo bathrooms, so the lines were crazy to go to the bathroom. People were leaving the bar to go to the bathroom. This is a, a Tam Avenue yeah. place. Yeah, well, it doesn't. It's not used to that many people. It's my go-to first date spot. Really? It's a good first date. Great patio. I've never been there. Why don't we go and see, what, guess see what we on, can do? It's on Tam Avenue. Mm-hmm. Seamus right, McDaniel's okay. Nape of the Woods, not my Tam yeah. Avenue, home of the Capital Partners. I don't know where Seamus McDaniel's is. Congrats right, right to the now. wacko for being a 10-percenter, I guess. That's from Mr. Licks. Now, what does that mean? I don't get what that means. That's... I don't know what I'm reading anymore in here, <laughs> but you're welcome to text in 314-881-TMA5, EDF group text inbox, call in 636-9004-TMA, and email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Doug, uh, winter has arrived, colder than the Dickens, mm-hmm. and uh, if you have furnace issues or you need to get your furnace tuned up, work with Seth Goldcamp and his team at Design Air Heating and Cooling. They're online at designairservice.com. Doug Vaughn is a client. Yes. I am a client. Say, friends, why don't you become a client as well? It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Doug, who is the title sponsor of this show? Oh, I'm sorry. It's not. That's Jackson. Jackson, who is the uh, Circa sponsor of the show? It's Circa. It is Circa. And, you know, yeah, the world's largest sports book, Tim. It's in Las Vegas, but now it's in Illinois. That's right. The Circus Sports app is available to be downloaded in the great state of Illinois. So if you live here in St. Louis, you just make a short drive across the river. Or if you live in Illinois, you sign up because the Circus Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service around. You're not going to talk to a chat bot if you run into any issues with Circa and talk to a real human. Matter of fact, the same people that run the Circa Resort out there in Las Vegas. We're looking to bet on some Monday night football action tonight. Vikings and Bears. Vikings are laying three points. Bears are getting three on the road in Minnesota. A little NFC North battle. You can bet on that with the Circa Sports app in Illinois. Visit CircaSports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. There it is. Circa uh, sponsor here on TMA. Get involved. 314-881-TMA5. EDF group text inbox. That's 314-881-TMA5. Call in 6 
636-9004. TMA, an email in for our design air heating and cooling email of the day. Supporting the sponsors is the name of the game here on this radio program. And EDF Group is the sponsor of the text inbox. Want to support our text inbox sponsor? Do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? The answer is yes, you certainly do. So please email the EDF Group at fire at the EDF Group.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF Group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at the EDF Group.com. The EDF Group is hide and will prevent your facility from having hide fires. Experience the EDF Group difference. Learn more at the EDF Group.com. Jackson, tell the people about Mark Hanna. Mark Hanna is my financial advisor. I had a conversation with him about a week or two ago, and it was just lovely. Like, really, really was. I mean, we talked about finances and stuff, but we mostly talked about life, uh, the direction we're going. Was Sherpa again. Yeah, well, he is, Doug, and that's such okay. an important part of your financial future, balancing, you know, your, your money and also balancing your happiness. And Mark really understands that balance super well. He conveys his message to his clients. He builds custom plans for his clients because he finds out about each individual he works with. It's not just cookie-cutter stuff that you would give to someone in a similar age or similar salary range. That's not what Mark does. He learns about you. And if you have to make an adjustment down the road, getting on the phone with him is super easy and lovely because you always feel good getting off the phone better than when you got on the phone. And to me, that's worth everything. That's why I work with Mark Hanna. That's why you should as well. There it is. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. Derek Gould uh, now tweeting. Let's see what he has. The Cardinals believed going into this winter they could make a compelling bid for Sonny Gray, and the Post-Dispatch consistently reported that plan in their interest. Here's this morning's news from the New York Post. <laughs> okay, I don't know what to say about that. And then he just quoted John Heyman. So there's that. Uh, so John Heyman's tweet is still the okay. the only source of the Sunny Gray news. Uh, guys, they are really on board with the Sunny Gray news on the fan page. Doug, uh, have you had a chance to see I that? Not, I did. No, the Sunny Gray news I isn't that not. old to have a really. Plowhawk, have you had a chance to evaluate what the fan page is saying about Sonny Gray? I have not checked the fan page yet, but I would assume <laughs> Doug, you, it, it's the same. He's old. Hmm. Yeah. They're not really going to like anything, are they? Let's see. I don't know. Oh, there is a threat on Sonny Gray. Go on tip of the cap. Sean Zears. <laughs> I'm wearing the same thing. Uh, let's see. I understand most want to want hear it, but if true, this is a great offseason for the Cardinals. It's posted by Mike Miller. Signed a top five free agent and two with high upside. Some would say both had off years last year. They weren't going to sign one of the top two and waiting for the market to develop is why they blanked the bed last year. Now on to the bullpen. Plowhawk, do you agree with that? Oh, I mean, it is what it is. I figured they weren't going to get, like, two aces. I didn't think they were going to get three 33-plus-year-old starters, but I think the bullpen will be fine honestly if you bring up a couple young guys keep Libby in there if you sign another starter you can put Matt's in there I don't know if you want a closer go get one but don't spend a ton of money for one they've got Helsley yeah coming off an injury correct but he got healthy there at the end yeah and the introduction video thing he does where they turn the lights out (laughs) yeah which might be a little much for a guy who really hasn't established (laughs) himself as a as a star just yet but it doesn't strike fear in the opponent's heart when they turn well, probably up. not they probably say what in the world are we gonna have to postpone the game no just flip the switch what happens if he comes in during a day game <laughs> do they do that ridiculous yeah, it's thing? off the whole field is off 
Remember those dumb callers like retired Air Marshal and Mr. Fix? How come no one like that is called in in a couple of years? Do the dumb stick to AM. That's from Mr. Licks. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't think the dumbs could find us on HD2. Right. Yeah. You got to be pretty sophisticated mm. to find this. You knocked Spready right out of our rotation. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Spready. Guy owes me, I think, $300 or $600, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He really wants to see uh, Lodo King it. again says, Jackson, let me in the fan. <laughs> What? Why won't you let the guy in? Well, Is he blocked? He well, first blocked. of all, I don't, I don't know the guy's name. I don't assume, Lodo King. Yeah, I don't assume Lodo King. Is, if that's the name he's used on Facebook, that's going to be a pretty easy decision. Denied. What does Lodo mean? Lake of the Ozarks, I assume. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice. I don't, I don't have any. I don't have any hatred towards Lake of the Ozarks. That wouldn't be the reason. You just got to use your no. real name. Yeah. But if you said, would you vacation there? I have vacation. There. That wasn't the question. Yes. Not for a yeah, long I time. I don't mind. It's a good weekend. Yeah, there you go. I wasn't asking you, Doug. No. I know you would. You're, okay. you're a proletarian. Yeah, sure. mean potatoes guy. <laughs> mean potatoes guy. Let's yeah. have Doug over for some meat and potatoes. <laughs> yeah, like like 72 hours tops. Speaking of meat and potatoes, you know what I ordered the other <laughs> night at a restaurant? And I, I said just last week I had never done that. Shepherd's pie. Ah! No, see? Yeah. Big mistake. No, you don't like it? No. Just bland as all get out. Where'd you get it from? Well, I don't want to... Besmirched the restaurant. Oh, I guess I guess you took a shot. That's so, yeah. fair. Yeah, I understand. I just after I I said, well, I'm in a, an Irish place. I should go for the special. And Give me like the shepherd's it? pie. And I, then I realized why I'd never ordered shepherd's pie before. It can get a tad dry if you don't put some sort of sauce on there. Yeah. Yeah. But I had never ordered it before. It's kind of old people food, but it I is, like it. Yeah, it's kind of mushy. Now, yeah. Brian Henshin says to not let Lodo King in. Dude sounds like a rabble rouser. Do not let him in. Mm. That's from Colts columnist Brian Henshin. Colts and Buccaneers, fun game yesterday. I didn't see it. 27-20 in yeah. favor of your Indianapolis Colts. I saw someone posted a picture of Gene Shallot on the fan page. <laughs> yeah. It's kind fan of Fan page having a huge morning That's this, kind of what I this morning. Like. Uh, until MLB really punishes teams for getting wild cards, I can't blame teams like the Cardinals aiming for those spots and just wanting to get in and see what happens. You don't end up strapped financially and still have a good shot to, a shot, and still have a shot to win it all. That's from Larry Thornton. What about that? Well... When you see what Arizona did, it does lead some credence to that theory. And the fact that both Arizona and Texas had lost, what, 90-plus games just the year before mm-hmm. leads you to believe that you can turn it around in one year. I think yeah. you're missing a major factor a of Texas is they spent a half a billion after they lost 95 games. and I think They did, but other teams I spent I think most of their players were 30 or under, too, that they signed. Well, that could but. be. But the, the Mets and Padres spent a fortune and got them nowhere. Yeah. I mean, if you're truly trying to be competitive in 2024, you're better served with Lynn, Gibson, and Gray than you would be Tink, Hens, McGreevy, and Libertor. So if that yeah, is what probably. you're trying to do, then this would be the direction. Obviously, it would be better to get someone like Yamamoto or even Snell, but you're not committing a ton of dollars down the road. This would probably be the best bet if you're trying to be competitive in 24 without hamstringing yourself for a decade. I also think part of it has to be they're looking at it and going – I guess it's the Cardinals and Cubs in 2024. I saw somebody had the Cardinals picked as the favorite to win. Well, sure. I mean, right now, I mean, you look at it that that Mm. would be. But again, there's there's being a championship contender and there's being a 2024 National League Central contender, and they're I think two different things. But then again, since the Major League Baseball postseason is you know just 
March Madness. Whatever, yeah, yeah crapshoot. That it, it kind of doesn't, I don't know, doesn't matter. Uh, F. Brian Henschen, or however you spell that loser's name, that's mm. from Lodo King. Yeah. Mr. Lick says the fan page literally cannot get any worse. Just let him in. I would actually pay a premium if you could have a premium. I would actually pay a premium if you could have a premium fan page where you only let private school kids in. That's oh, yeah, Mr. I would like Lick's. that. We don't get a cut from that? <laughs> yeah. I would then. I would actually then participate. Yeah. <laughs> not, not if it were private school, by the way. I couldn't really care any less about that. But, uh, but if we could take payments for people who'd like yeah. to buy people off the fan page, yeah, oh, boy. get them off, and I'll give like, you, I'll give you fifty bucks. Be two guys on, and we'd be rich. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, if cards get gray and trade for a guy like Glass now, it's an A plus off season. That's from Stephen Time. Well, then they would have six starters. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Anytime you talk trade, you gotta say who are you giving up. You know, if you're giving up Gorman, I'm out. But if you can give up less than that. I'm I don't sure. think you'd have to, because you only got him one year, right? Glasnow? I think he's only got one year. That's correct. Yeah. So you wouldn't have to give up Gorman for him. Right. Well, so we're basically going to do the same thing next year, right? Like, we got Lynn and Gibson off the books. I think Michaelis has, what, one more <laughs> he's, year? He's under contract through 25, I believe. Okay. But I will, I will confirm that with my sources. So you're going to come board. back with Gray, who's going to be 35, Michaelis, and then Matt's going to be 34. Well, Mazalak has said they think they have some pitching coming up to the system, but it wasn't wasn't quite ready for 2024. I've heard that before. <laughs> oh, <laughs> give me 23 examples. <laughs> Nivator being one of them. He's a lefty. I, I still have faith in Libby being good. He that, looked pretty good as a relief pitcher. That's 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 a hill I'll die. I will. I much like Iggy and. Eduardo Rodriguez, I will, I will stand, I will white knight for Matthew Libertor. I think he as a will, starter, I think he will be good one day. I really do. I think his stuff is too good, and lefties sometimes take a little to develop. Well, he better get, he better get to it because he's, what is he now, twenty five or so, twenty six? I don't think he's that old. I think he's like twenty three. Is that all he is? Uh, he's twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. So he's, I mean, twenty four. Yeah. It's time. Know. He should just about be hitting his stride at this point. He will be. He just turned 24, so right. he's got time. And how old are you? I'm 25 years young, Doug. I'll be 26 in March. Do you feel like yeah. you're in your physical prime? No. No. When I played my last rec league game, like eight minutes in, I was really gassed. Like, I was like, I do not want to go. If I get, like, a fast break steal, that might oh. that might end me. So you're already out of shape at age 25? Not out of shape, but just not like where I was in senior year of high school. Yeah. But you're probably a little bigger and heavier and stronger now, right? That's right, yeah. What, you need me to move something? Let me, uh, Might, yeah. yeah. I could help out. Lodo King is a textbook Destin loving poor. There is more <laughs> life in Destin, Florida. I mean, he said Destin, though. <laughs> I corrected it on the fly, courtesy of the Destin, Florida oh, on the back end. Shot of, at Destin. I don't know where we even talked Destin today. No. It's from the Hunchback of Von Castle. Licks, just because you went to private school on a hardship scholarship doesn't make you a real private school graduate. You are still a poor and you'll always be looking in from the outside. Suck it, loser. That's the worst in Woods Wacko. Doug, the sunny gray news has some celebrating yeah. and others making fun of socioeconomic circumstances. And they don't they don't really seem to have it coming. 
<laughs> texting and opinions. I'd like to know the logistical side of making this private school fan page. Like, would you have to send in your diploma? And then could we, like, say, like, oh, that's not a real private school? Yeah, what would you consider not a real private school? Shot at Viani. Yeah, I mean, that's... I think the MCC has a couple they might want to... But if you're paying 15 grand a year to go there, that ought to count as a real private yeah, but school. Then the, then the parents probably need to have a meeting with Mark Hanna decide whether or not that's a good allocation of resources. Lono King is good people. Stop being a stingy bitch, Jackson. Let him on the page. Who is this I guy? Even, I don't know who he that's is. Beer cats. He's You're, taking over the show. I, I get that you ha he has referrals, but I don't know him. I don't like know. How many referrals do you want before somebody gets on the page? <laughs> Two, yeah. three? I don't need reference. What am I going to call people and be like, what do you know about this Lono King? I don't know <laughs> no, who he is. We don't care. I don't, I don't know. Let him in. Know. If he wants to vacation in Destin, does that's a, on him. Does he have a real name? Like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> Is it a mark against you for vacationing in Destin? According to Hunchback of Von Castle, it is. Goodness. The, like, the, the pending section of the fan page is, like, <laughs> murderous row. Is more, Destin more just a step people. up from Lake of the Ozarks? So if you don't know where to go, bigger, you go to Lake way, of the Ozarks? Way bigger step up. <laughs> I picked up a read earlier in the tournament, and now I couldn't be more confident on it. You don't like the lake, yeah, do you? How about that? Oh, bring that to 10 o'clock on 101 and have fun. Are we, like, joking? I mean, no. That's nice, Mr. Ledoux. Yeah. We're comparing Holy the Gulf crap. of Mexico to the I lake. I think there are a number of people who listen to Bloom Party who think the lake is Dubai. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> that doesn't make it true. Oh, I've been at the lake, and I've been to Destin. Where'd you go? What I've been a rich market? man and I've been a poor man. <laughs> oh my God! And I'll God. choose rich every single time. Shout out Jordan Belfort and shout out Destin because that is a much, much nicer spot. Wow. I mean, there are like beautiful homes in Lake of the Ozarks. Sure, there are. It's a love. I, I like going there. But if we're comparing going to Destin and going to Lake of the Ozarks, you also if it's different. Like if it's in the summer and. Actually, never mind. I'm just gonna keep my opinions to myself and my homeboys. Wow. Gosh. Came in with the slick back hair. Fresh <laughs> oh, no. hair. Gosh. Uh, guys, my favorite is when the parents pay private school tuition and then the kids end up going to Mizzou. LOLs. That's from Patrick at Immaculata. That Doug. was me. I mean, this yeah, is. That hit close to home there. <laughs> there's a lot of shaming going mm, on I here. People like that. God. Yeah. Uh, Shout at my parents, I guess. Yeah. A lot of parents took a hit on that one. Uh, Destin is to Walmart as the lake is to Big Lots. That's from the Hunchback of On Castle. Uh, Mr. Licks has a timeshare at Dollywood. That's from the total package. I'm so happy I don't have to deal with the sads and the fats that clamor to get on the fan page. That's from former fan page mm. moderator Neil Allen Craig Paquette. Oh, he gave it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did. He, uh, he had enough, but he had a wonderful, wonderful run. Uh, Mr. Lick says Viani is the Mississippi State of the MCC. Oh. <laughs> what? Well, they hired? Is that true? Is that a true statement? <laughs> oh, dude, you should have seen the, the tweet that they sent out when about their coaching hire. Mississippi State? Yeah. Or Viani? <laughs> Mississippi State. I'd love Jeff Levy. You would think Jeff Levy was the Mike celebration they had in Starkville when Jeff Levy arrived was. You know what? That gets back to what college football is all about. Hope. You yeah. just want to believe. Yeah. And that's why they fire head coaches because they want to keep the money coming in. Because what you want to sell boosters and sell the fan base is hope. And so now Jeff Lebby will be uh, the, the distributor of hope 
in Starkville, and Doug Mike Elko, formerly of Duke, now will take over for Jimbo Fisher after Mark Stoops <laughs> was going to be the head coach on uh-huh. Saturday night, and then at 12.02 a.m., tweeted out that he was not going to be the head coach of Texas A&M. Got a soft launch, <laughs> and the reaction wasn't great. Just keep your hands off Elia. Uh, here, let me read real quick this Mississippi oh, yeah. State football uh, announcement of Jeff Lebby. An offensive mastermind, a, di- a dynamic play caller, and the engineer of some of the most feared offenses in college football. Oh, please. You're going to dial up exotic <laughs> blitz packages. I, think you, I thought you were going to like the engineer of some of the most feared offenses in college football history. An offensive uh, mastermind. Mastermind and geniuses. How come all the mastermind and geniuses are in college football and nowhere else? I, I, here's an observation. Do with it what you want, and then we'll go back to shaming people for where they go to school and where they live and where they vacation. Because yep. I think that's okay. what this show is. Right. Uh, that and stock tips. College football 2023 is like watching the Stanley Cup playoffs in, in April and May. And then... Switching over to Major League Baseball is like Sunday when you go to the NFL. Mm. Anybody agree? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Oh, we're in agreement. Absolutely. College football is the most entertaining sport in America. It's the, right it's now. the absolute best. It's the best. And I and think it's, it's like Sundays is like this letdown. I don't even watch. I mean, I know the Bills and the Eagles had a great game. I barely. It doesn't watch even, especially after rivalry week, with how good those games were. Like you couldn't even come close. And the and a limited slate with mm-hmm. the Thanksgiving games and the Friday game. Yeah, it's not even a question. You just never know what's going to happen in college football. The players aren't good enough to be right that you can count on them. They're still fumbling punts. Yeah, to cost their team's game. They're hitting people out of bounds. They're fighting. The they atmosphere do all kinds of crazy. Is a thousand times better. Yeah, in most cases, like I know the Bills Stadium gets crazy, but like when you look at like what happened the Iron Bowl or the Big House this weekend, mm-hmm. how could you even compare? We were all watching that, and I, I told the family Alabama will win this game. Even on 4th and 31. I I announced before the play, I said, this will be a touchdown. I've seen this movie before. (laughs) Is that right? Greg Vaughn said never. (laughs) Alabama always wins unless they're up against a team about as good as they are. They might lose one a year, maybe. But they just don't ever seem to lose to teams that they're not supposed to beat. And something always goes their way. Yeah, For as many kick sixes as there are, there's probably three or four times the amount of plays just like what happened. This game is long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, they did get a bum call when they when Auburn had three guys in motion on one play and they didn't call. Did you see that? What about the gentleman on Auburn getting decapitated on a face mask and yeah. the penalty no actually call. went against Auburn? Yeah. <laughs> right. No call. Didn't see that. Uh, here is the Alabama call of the uh, fourth and 31, and then we'll have the War Eagle call. Okay. All right. Hit the lever, Plowsy. Yeah. Fourth and goal from the 31 yard line. Here's the snap. Milrose stands in, lets everybody get downfield. Still standing, he throws into the end zone. He caught it. It's caught, it's caught by Isaiah Bond. Caught by Isaiah Bond in the corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Alabama. The Crimson Tide with 32 seconds to go in the ball game. All right, and let's see how it sounded on War Eagle okay. Radio. All right. The backfield for Jalen Milrow on fourth and goal from the 31. Milrow to throw out of the shotgun with time. Still with time. He looks. He throws to the back of the end zone. It is caught for a touchdown. 
Isaiah Bond with the catch. S single coverage. Yeah. Two-man rush they with a spy on Milrow. They both almost sounded neutral, those announcers. Eli Gold is the Bama. They had the camera on him. That was a, that's a good video to watch is yeah. the reaction in the booth is better than the audio itself. Huh. And the Auburn, I was expecting more heartbreak. Uh Kind of yeah, it straight. Too. Good for him. Because they knew it was coming, too. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. They expected it. Probably. Uh, I always pull for Alabama to lose. I don't I don't know why. I just have never liked Saban. It would probably have been better for Missouri had Bama lost. But ultimately, yeah, probably it's so. kind of the same situation. Uh, the Saban. Auburn uh, defensive coordinator's name is Ron Roberts. And uh, it was observed by Brad Nessler and Gary Danielson on the CBS final regular season SEC telecast. They get to enjoy the Big Ten heretofore following this weekend's SEC championship game. Uh, that it was only a two-man rush. And then Auburn also had a spy on Milrow on the off chance he could break free for 31 yards. And none of the eight defenders uh, back in the end zone could get him. Uh, Roberts was asked about the uh, defensive play call, and he said they had eight plays inside the 20. It came down to those last two, last play of the game. They have to get to the goal line, so we played trail man and three on the goal line, knowing the shot has to go to the end zone. Any vertical route, we have help from the safeties and the end zone. We've practiced it. That's the play with the ball on the 25-yard line, and they've got to score. Milroy did a Milroy did a good job of holding the ball and just waiting and waiting, and, uh, and he said uh, they chose to give Milroy all the time he wanted on the final defensive play. You just got to find ways to get it done to end the ball game. Hugh Freeze was asked about it. I mean, you can second guess it. You got to play with vision. We've got nine guys back there. Uh, in reality, they had eight because there was a spy on Milrow. Just play with vision and make a play on the ball and knock it down. He felt like he was shoved off, but I couldn't tell. I mean, you can pressure him, and then you've got one-on-ones, and they throw it up. You can just do that if you want. I like the call. I just think we've got to sit back there with vision and knock the ball down. Hugh Freeze. There was a bit of a shove there. Yeah, I, I didn't. Th I thought that that was going to be a point where I just I didn't think that that was OPI. I, I don't know, like, because he throws don't say it. OPI. Don't, just, don't say it. Okay, I couldn't be sorrier. Okay. Uh, it's tough. Like, he threw it to the corner of the end zone. Like, you're not going to have multiple people in the corner of the end zone. It, it, I guess you rush more, but then, if you, but then, you know, you can get second-guessed if you don't get there, and now you have less coverage back in the end zone. It's kind of yeah. a, essentially you just pray that a miracle doesn't happen and a miracle happened. It's just hard to believe from that distance that anybody could get open right. with all those defensive backs. Right. But the more time you get, the more likely you are to get open. And so. Isaiah Bond, it was single coverage. I mean, how the hell did that happen? Yeah. Right. That's That, I guess, is the question is, is why the heck? How can you only have one guy on him? But I, I don't think you rush more either. Like, I think you do rush three. I think that's your best bet. Spying is interesting because that's, that's, a, the thing that, that that's that a long just, run. Yeah, I mean, the spy is the one that I just, for the life of me, I don't get on that. If it was Jaden Daniels, maybe you spy, but Miller, I mean, Miller was good with his leg, but anybody yeah. really But once spy. he crosses the line of scrimmage at the 31, you know, you now have eight guys or nine guys, you know, 
I mean, if he can get through the thing, yeah. he'll be lateral. And, and this is not going to happen. He's just not right. going to take off and no. run. And Although a couple, a couple times he did throw passes after he got past the He line did. The previous play, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did. He didn't and feel was, restrained by any of that. No. And was penalized for it. Uh, your thoughts are welcome. This text inbox is very active this morning. Let's see how the YouTube chat's doing. I'll, I'll chime in. Uh, there are 292 watching. Wow. And Don Peepee, isn't he? Uh, Don Peepee's the balloon party uh, yeah, he's the YouTube guy. Boy, now he's doing this, too. Uh, he's talking over with Howard Thompson and Too Fat to Kayak. And uh, having a wonderful conversation. If we would have beaten LSU, we still would not make the college football playoff since we lost to Georgia and would not win the division. Does that make the LSU loss sting less? That's from Don Peepee. Peepee. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes and no. Uh, I mean, that's the reality, but still. I mean, from my standpoint, at this point, it's 23 days since I have been of the opinion that Missouri was not going to be competing for the national championship. And so, therefore, I am at peace with it, but it all ended on November 4th. It wasn't going to happen once they lost to Georgia. Right. Right. And I think the thing that maybe... There, is some, there are some fresher wounds for some fans, and it's so great how many people have become who were either not college football fans going into this year or were casual football college football fans who have become really passionate college football fans this year and over the last couple of months. And perhaps they go, man, if Missouri would have done this or that. I, th- I just think I was of the opinion, I don't know which game it was. It was kind of just built up. I think the LSU, the LSU first half is where I go, oh, my God, that might be one of the best halves of football I've seen Missouri play. And then the final three quarters against Kentucky, where I'm like, I don't know, they might be one of the best teams in the country. And so I think a lot of people going into the Georgia game thought they would get blown out, which I thought was possible, but I also thought there was a chance they would win that game. And I think, therefore, when you reverse engineer it and you go, okay, well, then they beat the hell out of Tennessee and they beat Florida in a miraculous fashion, and then beat the hell out of Arkansas, isn't it a shame that they lost to LSU or they lost to Georgia? And I would agree with that, but I think I was already, by the time they got to Athens, of the opinion that Missouri was a great football team. And I think maybe others arrived there probably more after the Tennessee game um, or how close they kept it against Georgia and uh, and maybe the fourth and seventeen against Florida, but I, you know, I mean, I think if you're going to talk about how close Missouri was, whether it be against LSU or Georgia, you also have to acknowledge that they were close to losing against Kansas State. The score of Middle Tennessee State, that thing was not in the bag. That's one of the more confusing results of the year. But teams certainly either get much better as the year goes on, Alabama being an example, or and I think Missouri is too, or they regress as a year goes on. Some of that has to do with injuries like Duke. Uh, some of it has to do with schedule like Kentucky. But in other cases, uh, I think Missouri has been one of the best teams in college football over the last eight, 
eight weeks. And so if you're just kind of chiming in and looking at it, you're going, oh, maybe they should have beaten LSU and they'd be in the mix for the playoff. And I don't think that that would be the case. Maybe if Alabama would have lost. But still, I don't know how Missouri would have been in having lost to Georgia. Yeah, I, just don't, I, I don't see that yeah, being unless the case. Playing for the SEC title, I don't see a situation where you could get into the playoff. But, I mean, Alabama got in and Ohio State got in without winning their conference championships. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. I mean, it has happened. Yeah. But I also think a lot of that, it goes back to the brand name and the perception thing. And the brand name on Alabama and Ohio State is ten times that of of Missouri's. And something I was texting with Gabe about this morning, um, just to get his perspective on it, is if you just line them up, as far as resume goes, Ole Miss and Missouri, I would say Ole Miss has the better resume. And I'd, I don't really... I'd, I'd be surprised if others... I mean, I know, I know Missouri fans would say otherwise. I'm a Missouri fan, but I'd like to kind of just tell you what I think, whether I, whatever I'm a fan of. Um, Ole Miss has beaten LSU. They have beaten Tulane. And, you know, what's Missouri's best win? Tennessee. Okay. Well, it, I, as I read this right now, none of the teams are ranked that they beat. Well, now they're not because they're not ranked of, yeah, Three were ranked because, at the time. But correct. N- but none are ranked now. Kansas State's loss uh, and uh, Tennessee really getting hammered at home by Georgia. So as it was last week, they were. Now they're not. But but taking that out of the equation, Ole Miss did beat LSU and they did beat Tulane. And so I feel like a lot of the reason why Missouri's ahead of Ole Miss is about the fact that Missouri kept it close against Georgia, whereas Ole Miss didn't look like they belonged in the same field. Yeah, that's Missouri's trump card is that – uh, yeah, yeah I, don't, that's, I don't know if that's that really. Now, if if they if the two of them were playing, I would take Missouri all day long. But that you know, who gives a damn what I think? Right. Who it's I theoretical. would take? It's yeah. exactly. It's totally speculative. Right. 100%. But 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 as far as resume goes, I'm surprised that Ole Miss, and, and maybe that's just what the committee gets down to is they go. I just think that this is the better team. But then you go, okay, well if that's what the committee's doing, then when it comes time on Sunday, and they've got to pick the four teams, and there are a lot of scenarios in which they could have anarchy. Uh, do you say Florida State's one of the four best teams? That's the question. And so to me, I just, I cannot, I can't, I have two truths that I can't shake. If you are one of the five power five champions, and you go undefeated, you're in. Unless you have five undefeated Power Five champions, right, and then of right. course you got a you got an out, extenuating circumstance, and then Texas beating Alabama, if that is the decision, Texas gets in. Now, if Florida State were to play, help Missouri even neutral field, I'd take Missouri, considering what the situation is with their quarterback. And I watched the entirety. I took Florida money line on Saturday night. I watched the entirety of that game. Um, I would take Missouri against Florida State all day long, especially right now without Jordan Travis. But Florida State went undefeated. Right. And so if I'm the committee, you got to, in my mind, you've got to reward that. And if Alabama were playing Texas right now, I would take Alabama. I know that might sound a little strange coming off of the Iron Bowl and how close they were to losing that game, but that's who I would, that's who I would bet, but I wouldn't have the confidence level on it. But I would say that Texas has to be in if you have that three-way situation where Florida State – I don't know what they'll do now with Florida State. That's but if, let's say, Florida State's undefeated, let's say you have your Pac-12 champion. And, by the way, I think there is major value on Oregon winning the national championship. I think that may be uh, the sneaker best team 
and then, of course, Georgia and Michigan. Who gets in? That's the question we were posing a few weeks ago. Right. Like, I, If I would, you have to decide between a one-loss Georgia, one-loss Alabama, and a one-loss Texas. Yeah. Like, Florida State I certainly has one of the four best resumes in college football. But if you ask me if they're one of the four best teams in college football, I would tell you no. God, I don't know if they do have one. I mean, they're undefeated. Just that's based their, on that's, being that's, undefeated. That's, 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 that's what it is. Right. And they're, you know, again, that operates on the premise they beat Louisville, which I'm not sure that they do. Right. And resume, resume is the wrong word. Record. They obviously have one of the four best records, but I don't think that they are one of the four best teams in college football. And then Louisville just lost to Kentucky, so that win against Louisville isn't going to shine like it would had Louisville beaten Kentucky because Kentucky has lost handily to Missouri and Georgia. It's, it's weird, so I, I, I don't know where you go on I, I Yeah, if you're a 13 0 State. South Carolina is one that's going to really smart yeah. if you're looking at it from the Kentucky perspective. Right. right. But like Forest State, like, if they go 13 and 0 and don't get into the college football playoff, like, are they, are they, like, what, what, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do? If you're a Tallahassee, like, do you, like, I would like, I would cry. I would cry. I'd be out of my mind. Yeah, dude. Well, don't weep over it. But like, what else can you do but go 13 and 0? <laughs> yeah. Like, what else are you supposed to do? It's not like your fault that the ACC is having a terrible season. I guess what you could do is play a tougher non-conference schedule. They played LSU, played LSU. <laughs> and Florida. <laughs> Like it's, well, it's, who, who, who were the other two teams? Uh, they played you Southern can't, Miss. You can't do that when the team plays LSU in Florida. Right, in Boston College. can't do that. Or I guess Boston College, North Alabama. But, yeah, I mean, every other team plays what. three Missouri's, Missouri's got quite a spot next year because they're not going to – I don't believe they're going to be able – the whole plan was to buy out of that uh, UMass uh, thing. Doug, I know you're excited about the tour through the Northeast. Going to Amherst. Going to Amherst. No, and I it's, like there's And there's a whole story to this thing. Um, but – UMass was able to get a, a replacement opponent. I don't think Missouri was. And so um, Missouri's most likely now going to have to go to UMass. And you look at the non-conference for Missouri next year. Awful. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Wow. Yeah. So uh, if, if, if and when, you know, so Missouri fans, if you do want to, like, tout schedules this year, just be ready. You're going to have to have some consistency next year if Missouri's in the mix for a, the playoff spot. And uh, people start pointing at that non-conference. Yeah. Because it features Buffalo, mm-hmm. Boston College, and a trip to Amherst. Mm. All powerhouses. That's what I'm saying. And, and long time Missouri like Jim rivals. Sturck did a number on this uh, non-conference <laughs> schedule before he was... The Buffalo one really confuses me. Must have just been terrified they weren't going to win anything in the SEC. God almighty. Yeah. You also couldn't envision, like, you're going to get Boomer sooner in Columbia late in the season. That's not something, you know, you can predict. But then going to Tuscaloosa as well next year. I can predict that Andreas has delicious barbecue sauce if Doug decides to have a cookout tonight. I think he should. The weather is perfect for a cookout. Go to andreas.com and check out what they have to offer at Andreas, whether it be the steakhouse, whether it be the barbecue sauce, uh, and, of course, the famous uh, steak sauce at Andreas. And you can get it at Deerberg's and Schnucks. They have sales going on. As well, it's all at Andrea's, and it's all going on right now. This is going through Christmas. Uh, big sale going on uh, for Andrea's sauces at Schnucks, and then uh, beginning in December, Deerberg's will be carrying an exclusive three-pack gift set featuring all three of Andrea's products, and the history of Andrea's is featured on the back. They are celebrating 45 years in business. It is Andrea's Steakhouse, steak sauce, barbecue sauce, and salad dressing. Doug, tell me about your hair, because I see you have 
Tufts of Wisps? Tufts of Wisps and Tufts are a poppin'. Welcome to Tough Town, fellas. Yeah, you know it. Yeah, thank you, St. Louis Hair Restoration. I think a lot of people <clears throat> get ready in the morning. They go, well, I feel good. Uh, how am I looking? They look in the mirror, and they've got a big bald spot, and they go, oh, boy, that's never going away. Well, it can go away. It definitely can. One visit to St. Louis Hair Restoration and a consultation with Dr. Palinga and the founder of the company, Greg Kreiling, and they will go through all of the options that you have. It's not just an FUE procedure or a laser cap like Jackson is wearing. They have all kinds of different products they can they can try to help you out. For me, it was the FUE procedure where I had the, uh, the side of my head shaved off, and then they get the grafts out of the side and the back, and they transplant them where you're thin, and then you just sit back and wait a couple months, and then you got um, tufts of popping. And that's why I am right Tufts now. I'm about five and a half months in right now. I don't know if you can see how it's coming on YouTube. Doug, it's like I'm looking at a, a pulled up of a an old picture here. of you. It's this is a re, there's a real real difference. Yeah, it's about the it's about the hairline I had in college. I yeah, guess. it looks right really good. Right, right nice. And it should be getting better because they say it takes almost a year before you see the finished product. Six to eight months before you see a lot of growth. So uh, hopefully it'll get uh, even better. But as I said, there's all kinds of options. You may not need the uh, full FUE procedure like I have. Some people like Jackson could just get by with the laser cap. Yeah, laser cap and that finasteride I take every morning. Took it this morning and a laser cap. I got to get a haircut soon. And you know that when the barber hands you the mirror and mm-hmm. it shows you the back of the head? Yeah. If you're someone like me in years past, that's a real, like, scary situation where oh, I'm like, oh, boy, it? I have to really, I have to meet my bald spot head on. Yeah. But now, thanks to St. Louis Hair Restoration, I'm going into that haircut confident, looking forward to when they hand me that mirror because it's like a little progress pick. Oh. And I'm looking forward to it. And that's all because I got a consultation from our friends over at St. Louis Hair Restoration. And just six minutes a day is all you got to wear. That laser cap, yeah, super easy. Uh, And if you are looking for a home or you are looking to sell your home, work with the great Jeff Lottman of Compass Realty in St. Louis. J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Home buying market and you need somebody who knows the market. Well, Jeff Lottman's been doing it in St. Louis for 22 years. Half a billion dollars worth of sales. It's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Compass Realty St. Louis, number one luxury broker in St. Louis. And with Jeff, it's not just about a price point. It's actually about the experience you get with a luxury uh, experience of Compass Realty. J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's Jeff Lottman of Compass Realty St. Louis. Send your emails in for our design air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Heading down the stretch here in the month of November, fun month in the design air, heating, and cooling email of the day standings. Blueberry Pop Pop with a one-goal lead on the JV golf coach. Gunter has two wins. And then the calcified ear, the fancy gentleman, Amanda Groin, Dogtown Tyler from Spartanburg, Buck Swope, Cucky, and the 830 Recreator, all with wins so far this month, we close out the Mugganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. This is TMA, presented to you by the Brown and Crouppen Law Firm from the Michelob Ultra Studios.